So yeah, lately we've been uh, going through courtroom stuff with uh, the Defenders that we watched because of Mad Men, it showing up on Mad Men, and then Perry Mason. And, uh, and you were saying how, you know, you watched Perry Mason as a kid, so you were more into Perry Mason than I was, where I was saying I kind of like the Defender style of, uh, you know, getting into uh, moral issues and stuff more than just the whodunit of uh, court stuff or whatever, or detective stuff. So uh, on YouTube, some guy named William Garrett, he commented on our Perry Mason episode, the Defenders were bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> Perry Mason was real entertainment and real TV. So, uh, sorry, okay, Defenders. Good for him. Yeah. Perry Mason wins this round, I'm afraid. Can't argue with William Mason. Not William Mason, William Garrett. William Garrett. Kudos, William. Yeah. Uh, so, this week, though, <laughs> it's really hot out in case we're low energy and spacey this week, but uh, we went from the serious court shows to uh, I just made night court come to mind for me of just these court procedurals and stuff so it's just uh, you know never thought about it at the time but now it's like what night court what the heck is that all about so uh so i looked it up so night court the sitcom ran for nine seasons from 1984 to 1992 on nbc for 193 episodes won numerous awards and there's a new night court starting this year next year because of course there's new everything but uh I was shocked how little interesting information there was about the show Night Court. Virtually none. It's just some guy created it, they made it, it was popular, and then it eventually ended. <laughs> like, okay, now we talked a little last week about whether there was a real Night Court. You, right. you seemed to believe that there wouldn't have been. And I said in New York, there, yes, there certainly could have been. Probably they run courts 24 hours a day. They wouldn't want to be putting people in jail overnight and waiting for the you know, the morning for the court to start up because they would be overwhelmed. So, sure, you just bring them in, process them, put them back out there. Did you find out if there really was yeah, a so, real night court? So, yeah, like, that's what I was saying with um, when I watched night court as a kid. I just never thought twice about it. I didn't even think about it being at night, despite the fact that it's called night court, because in the show, it's not, you know, very rare that you ever, ever see the outside. And, uh, and then I got to presume it must then like, once you think about it, it's like, well, it must be real, because that's such a bizarre concept. They wouldn't just make that up for a sitcom. You know, that's too weird. So, yeah, it turns out that uh, many different uh, cities have different versions of Night Court, only big cities, of course. But New York is the most notable one, because New York has a rule that anyone arrested within the city's five boroughs has to be seen by a judge within 24 hours which makes night court essential to get through the huge backlog of cases. So it's one of these things New York does a lot where, I mean, New York is undeniably a unique city. I'm not a fan. <laughs> People love New York. I don't at all. But it is unique. It's unlike other places. But a lot of times I find it's for reasons like this. Like the reason they have this famous night court. It's apparently it's a tourist attraction and stuff. You can actually go. Oh, really? Yeah, if you're some German tourist or something, I will go to the night court. And you just sit there and you watch them do the weird night court cases. But they kind of, it's like they made the, the noose for themselves. The only reason they need to do this is because they have this law that other cities don't have. Because like, that's kind of what I found about Manhattan specifically in general is... It definitely is unique because it's so dense and so populated and so uh, varied, you know, different types of neighborhoods and everything. 
But then I realized like the only reason it's like that is because it's an island, because they had to stop. They have these hard borders, so they just have to keep piling people on top of people on top of people. It's kind of like that Kowloon walled city, just not as extreme. So yes, New York is unique, but you could make another Manhattan anytime you wanted. You just need to make arbitrary barriers that make everyone's life miserable and you could have Manhattan, <laughs> you know, and that does that just made me think of this too, is like... But I can see that ruling when you think about it. Uh, you've got people who are being charged with, let's say, minor offenses because usually that's what night court dealt with, you know, traffic violations and some guy, uh, you know, drunk at a bar and he beat some guy up and that sort of thing. If you, if you didn't have any limitation on it at all, there's so many people there the courts would be overwhelmed and you would have situations we, we we see it here where people wait months before they actually get their chance their day in court kind of thing or even even to appear in court and and make a plea sometimes it's months well it's you know if it's something minor yeah why not just deal with it and get on with it so um yeah haul them in deal the justice or whatever you're going to do and send them on their way get their fine money whatever why drag it out so just for the sheer numbers i could see if they had to delay that any longer than 24 hours the paperwork would be piling up on desks months would go by people would get lost in the system i don't think that's such a bad idea if yeah, you well, can get people to work it then i guess yeah that's that's where there's the two sides to it is Given the circumstances of New York City, it does make sense. But then if you take a step back, it's like, but why? Why are we here? Why do we live in this fucked up place where we need to do this? <laughs> but that's the step you can't because take. Because everybody wants to live there. It's right. amazing the number of people who want to live on well, that and, Manhattan and, Island. And I mean, as I mean, I only lived there for a year and a half, but my unpopular take on the situation is that it's the emperor's new clothes. Like, you're not allowed to admit that this place is insane or else you would move somewhere else. The only, you know, if you want to believe in the the majesty of New York, you can't you can't bring these things up. You can't where I was always bringing it up and no one liked to hear it. <laughs> but my favorite quote about New York is that it's this British chef I heard him say this is that anyone who thinks New York is the greatest city in the world has never been to Tokyo. And I think you can't fucking argue with that. <laughs> but anyway, that's besides the point. Anyway, yeah. So now we do know that there really is night courts. In, in not just in New York. In right, but, but New York is by far the most notable because it's the only... Other places have night courts, but they don't have this 24-hour rule. Only New York, because it's New York. Hey, let's pile it on. Let's just be crazy. Let's make everything insane. And Buddy made a TV show out of it, so hey, good, good, dip, good for him. So then, yeah, about this show, uh, this is kind of... Uh, I don't know, the only thing I could really learn about this, because I guess the idea, again, it's been a long time since I've seen Night Court, but that the the main guy, Judge Harry Stone, you know, he's like, uh, I remember he was like a, a, an entertainer or like a magician. He would do a lot of silly ass bullshit that I assume you can only get away with because it's night court, you know. And uh, this was apparently based on a real event, but the information is extremely scant. And it wasn't New York. It was Los Angeles, where apparently some uh, outgoing mayor appointed a bunch of underqualified officials to different government branches right before he left. Which I guess you could see that happening, but it seems extremely anecdotal because for some reason this article I read about it didn't say who this mayor was or what era this happened in. 
So it's like, surely you would know these details if this was true. <laughs> but supposedly that happened. And that's where the guy got the idea for Night Court, that that it was a New York mayor was on his way out. So he just was going to try to give jobs to all his shitty friends or whatever. And in the story of Night Court, Judge Harry Stone is the only one who answered his phone. And that's the joke. That's how he got okay. this job. So it's all vaguely real, vaguely based on, I mean, Night Court is a real thing, but I'm sure it's a lot less entertaining and wacky <laughs> than this sitcom. And yeah, just that idea of a uh, not especially qualified person getting this job. But yeah, that is the weird thing too. I mean, maybe I'm just uh, feeling extra negative because it's so hot today and I'm just tired and <laughs> annoyed. But but it is that's, that's just what's funny about this about New York and about the situations New York gets itself into is, uh, you know, it's obviously, sure, there's going to be crime at night. That makes sense as a, you know, and uh, and then I've had lots of graveyard shift jobs where I work at a coffee shop or some shitty thing and I have to deal with the shit that happens at night. It's just funny to think that someone as prestigious as a judge and these lawyers and, you know, all of these trained people that are relatively high up in society but just because of the machinations of new york city and how it works they got to stay up all night too they're stuck in night court <laughs> it's just funny it's interesting let's watch it and see and i just don't i mean i just don't know why it's so bad to say new york is unique and interesting and shitty i don't know why it's so bad to add that last part but they hate it they hate hearing that but that's that's my take on it interesting place nothing else like it on the earth but there could be if you wanted. And the truth is you don't. You don't want another Manhattan because it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So anyway, <laughs> that's, uh, I'm sure we'll get an annoyed His comment. Personal views on Yeah, we'll get an annoyed comment New from York someone State. else next week about that. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah, so my initial idea was to watch the first episode and the last episode, but then I saw that the last episode was like a two-part thing and uh, I barely remember the characters of Night Court, so I guess we don't really need to watch the two-part finale where everybody, what happens to them after Night Court, that's maybe a little beyond the scope of this. So I did get the first episode, and then I grabbed one from the middle, season four, episode 12, that apparently is about Judge Harry Stone having to deal with uh, a murder case, which is a little heavy for Night Court. So I thought, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's so, yeah. Let's see how that goes. See if he just whips that up and <laughs> got to get you out of here. Got to process it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the only other person, I mean, obviously I remember Bull. He's the bailiff guy or whatever, the really tall dude. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and John Larroquette is. Right. He, yeah, sure. Yeah. In fact, that was his beginning, I think. I think he went from... Uh, he was, uh, I mean, I guess it was after this. He was in one of those uh, Faulty Towers remakes yeah. that we watched. Yeah. Which were... Um, but I think that Night Court was his, like, his, like, opening the door to... Right. And then he had, like... Fame. I think fame. he literally was in a show called The John Larroquette Show that was, it was pretty good, but it got canceled right away. Just one of those guys that he never seemed to quite gain all the momentum it seemed like he would. And I think I read that he's in the new one. But anyway... Maybe we'll watch the new Night Court <laughs> when it comes out. But yeah, till then, uh, if anyone wants to watch along, season one, episode one, and season four, episode 12. The
That's a really weird show, right? <laughs> it's a lot weirder than I remembered it being. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, let's see. How <laughs> do we walk through all this shit? So the first episode was extra weird because it was the pilot, and uh, I presume they probably never played that on TV more than the one time. I certainly never saw it in reruns, and especially because half of the cast were not the actual cast. There was only a couple of them that actually made it. But that one was weird because it was uh, such a normal court, and then here's the wacky judge, and like turned up to 11. He was double wacky. It was like obnoxiously wacky. Yeah. So then we watched the episode from season four and it's like, ah, oh, this feels more like Night Court. Here's all the, I, I recognize these other characters and it's all coming back to me. And like, oh, there's all those people that were missing in the pilot. And it's a better balance. It's like, obviously, uh, the wacky judge has loosened everyone up at this point. So everyone's kind of making jokes. So it's less about him and it's more just, here's a fun, weird Night Court. But then instead of it being the episode I thought I was downloading, it was the next one, it was labeled wrong. So it was all about Mac, one of the guys who works in the court and his bankruptcy problems and he gets drunk and they follow him to a bar and it was all about, yeah, the interpersonal relationships of the characters. And it's like, dude, I'm just trying to remember what Night Court even is. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> so, so that episode was a little excessively schmaltzy and weird. So I found the proper one and then it's, yeah, this lady who comes in and uh, claims that she killed her husband. And it's more night courty. Most of it was in the court and stuff. But then even that, it's like, now nah, that actually turns out the husband, he was uh, chronically ill and he took his own life. And the wife doesn't want anyone to know that. So she pretends that she killed him and it gets all schmaltzy. I'm like, what is this fucking show? <laughs> yeah, there, there's very, what I remember about that show was courtroom scenes and I thought that there was much more of them a whole most of this very little of it is courtroom actually most of it is the development of the characters and this sideline story of what goes on in their lives and how they interact with people but not necessarily in a courtroom setting yeah and I guess it's I mean probably the show is I don't think it's a, a coincidence that these episodes we watched were about other stuff because I guess that probably is how the show was. If you got to write 193 episodes, there's only so much courtroom stuff you can do. But I think it's just, yeah, in our memories, I mean, the show's called Night Court. It's about a court. Yeah. Oh, that's all we remember. And that's what we remember. <laughs> we don't remember that interrelationship uh, side of it, which uh, there was a lot of TV shows out at that time that were doing that sort of thing. And maybe that's why we don't remember it, because it was very common to have characters interact with each other and develop and you know you get to know them or like them or whatever but that's completely different than what i remembered it as yeah and i mean i wouldn't say i'm not feeling especially critical toward it it was kind of nice to like oh yeah i remember these people now and it's all coming back to me but uh you know sometimes you watch these old shows and it's like oh i'd watch that again where this was kind of like no i don't think i need to mm. watch night court again <laughs> no i wouldn't bother I mean, of all of the people, I did like probably John Larroquette the best. But again, if you want to watch him, he's in other stuff you could watch instead. What I kept thinking about this, because if this was season four, so this would be like 1988, those episodes we watched. And some of the 80s stuff, like I kept commenting on Marky Post's 80s hair. And uh, since Judge Stone is kind of like, you know, frivolous, he always had toys. So like he had toys in his office I forgot about from the 80s. That weird Rubik's Cube thing that looks oh, like a... Uh, it looks like... um. I'm going to have to look it up later. I don't know what it's called, but it looks like a, a solar panel. But it was, a, I think Brad had one. It was like a weird 80s toy. And he had uh, this robot. It looks like Rob the Robot, but it's called something else. But he had all these 80s toys that I forgot about. So, I mean, that kind of shit was kind of neat. But what I was thinking about with uh, the nonstop 
dramatic schmaltz fests that happened every time, I think this is why Seinfeld was so revolutionary. Because every sitcom was doing this kind of smaltzy shit. Fucking Alf did that shit. Everyone did. Yeah. And Seinfeld finally showed up and was just like, no sentimentality ever. To the bitter fucking end, they get arrested in the final episode because they're making fun of people instead of helping them. <laughs> like, And it was so refreshing for Seinfeld to be uh, a sarcastic show where they did not care about their fellow man. And, and Seinfeld came out right from the get-go and said, here are these people... Here's the interrelationships between them. Like, you knew exactly what it was you were watching. With Night Court, like, why call it Night Court? Why not call it Day Court? Why not call it Morning Court? Why not call it just Court? Yeah. I mean, there's no connection that makes that Night night Court. See, I thought that would be, that's what I thought what the basis of this show was. Like, this is a court that goes on at night, late at night. And we're hauling people in off the streets late at night. And this is how the interaction of people in a night court as opposed to a regular court. That could have been a regular court. That could have been anywhere. Yeah, the only night court thing about it is, that, again, it's, it's something I never noticed as a kid, but there's that one window that, oh, yeah, there's the Manhattan nighttime skyline, but you really got to look close. And just the background characters were kind of generic 80s punk rocky kind of like uh, just general 1980s near-do-wells <laughs> that they yeah. rounded up. I am curious now. I but do that think... could have been in the daytime, too. Those people wearing those clothes, those people that were in the background, Yeah, that could have been any time of the day. The restaurant scenes, uh, they could have played up on that, like uh, that it's, it's night. It's in the middle of the night. There's nobody around in these places. But there's always all kinds of people in those restaurants, and there probably would be anyway. Yeah, I, I do think... Uh, it is New York, after all. I do think when the new Night Court starts, I think it's next year, maybe I will dig up an episode or two. Now I'm curious, like, how will they do Night Court nowadays? Will it actually be about <laughs> the weird shit that happens court in Court and the night. Yeah, <laughs> that... It's not the kind of show I would go out of my way, though, to watch again. And that's the reason why. Um, if I want to watch those relationship shows, they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, and I have a feeling probably... It's probably most of the 1980s and most of even the 90s sitcoms. If we went back to them, they probably all are a little more sentimental than we remember because we just don't remember that stuff, but they all did that. And that's why, I don't know if I brought it up on this podcast or if it was just us blabbing, but that's one reason I always respected Cheers. Because, again, you just, it's like Night Court, like you're saying, it doesn't matter that it's about Night Court. It's just an excuse for everyone to be there all the time. So cheers, same thing. It doesn't really matter that it's at a bar. It's just an excuse for these characters to all be at the same place episode after episode. But what I loved so much about Cheers is even in the very final episode, it's like uh, Cheers is about to close and they're all going to have to find new places to hang out. So their little surrogate family is going to be done. And that would be the easiest show to be schmaltzy and sentimental about because everybody's at a bar drunk. It's the perfect time. But they didn't do it. It was that guy, Norm. He almost does it. He's like raising the glass and he's going to do the thing. And then he doesn't. And I'm like, and I respect that. Whoever yeah. wrote this show knew not to cross that line. Or in Night Court, dared to cross that line every yeah. fucking chance ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Cheers is actually very similar to Seinfeld in that way. That right. as soon as that show starts, you know what it's about. A bunch of good people hanging out, talking about their lives or what's going on. Nothing really happens in it. Same thing with Seinfeld. Nothing really happens. It's just those people interacting. But you get what you expect to get. Night Court, um, I was expecting to see 
more criminal types coming in and how, how the court dealt with them, and especially what made night court different than regular court. And it, it, didn't, it didn't give that. Instead, it started giving you this relationship stuff. Um, and even like the pilot episode, it was a little on the nose how uh, oh, the new judge and his unorthodox methods and like he's uh, finding these wacky ways to, uh, you know, but they're ultimately more, more useful. Like instead of just doling out punishments, he, he like, you know, does his little song and dance and finds out about people's lives and whatever. But even that concept was kind of gone by season four. Yeah. He wasn't really doing that anymore, which again, I guess maybe it is just after you've written so many dozens of episodes, like, I don't know, now what? You know, and then you got to start getting weird with it. So, but I, I'm, I am kind of curious now about this new Night Court because I do feel like most of the time I kind of roll my eyes at all these remakes. Like, why don't they just make something new? But I actually do feel like you could make a new version of Night Court that could be pretty good. There's a lot about it that is just uh, overwhelmed by 1980s sitcom schmaltziness <laughs> in the original. It's just like, it's a product of its time where the actual concept of the night court is kind of neat and uh, they could lean into it more. So I guess, I guess we'll see till then. I don't know. Again, I, I kind of feel like it's better that we mostly where we uh, delve back deeper. We're more in the fifties and sixties TV. The couple times we've delved into the eighties, it doesn't always go great. It's stuff that I kind of am nostalgic for cause I saw it as a kid, but it, then you watch it again and it's no fucking good. <laughs> so, so maybe, yeah, it's maybe why we don't do it that often, but uh once again, I guess we've just been, it's been reconfirmed that uh, the memories we have of these things are probably better than what they really were. So, sorry, Night Court. Yeah. <laughs>